0: Return to Oswald. Um, I'm Derek. As always, I'm joined by Brandon and Scar. Uh, thank you so much for you checking us out. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can email us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at return to Oswald. Um, you're listening to us now. Tell your friends and family about us. Well, tell your enemies too. Fuck it. They need laughs. Uh, they ain't our enemies, they're just your enemies. You know what I'm saying? You know, we what ride saying. with
1: our enemies,
0: poor Tupac. He never saw it coming. Um, and also, if you want to leave a review, you can leave it at Apple, you can leave it at Stitcher, or you can go to Podchaser and you can leave a review for us. Uh, speaking of reviews, we did get a review on Wednesday, a uh, five-star review. Uh, I do want to say thank you so much for that. Uh, it came from Taffy Davenport. Um, and the title of the review is, Finally, an OzPod." Uh, I've been waiting for someone to re-watch and discuss my favorite show, and these three guys are doing it so well. Thank you so much.
1: If this is your favorite show, like, how, how sick are
0: you? Damn, is that really what we want to say? But seriously, we have this one. This ain't the dream team. We don't make fun of people who are leaving us reviews. We no, thank you to just, move on.
1: That's crazy. That's, that's crazy that this is your favorite show. Like, you, is, fa- like, what's your
0: favorite show? You know what my favorite show is. Yeah, it's Buffy. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, that body. makes
2: you kind of sick, too.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, not, no, 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 no. And you're wearing
1: because, a pink shirt. Uh actually it's red and white. I'm kidding. I don't know. It do looks pink.
0: It's it's red and white.
1: It has a little red and oh,
0: white speckles through it. So, so um don't judge not lest ye be judged. My favorite show of all time is I don't even know. I'd have to give it some thought. Brandon, what's your favorite show of all time?
2: Oh, that's easy. <clears throat> curb oh, enthusiasm. Curve your
0: enthusiasm, right? So two, yeah, and then my show is great. I just can't remember what it is right now. I'll tell y'all later. Don't don't judge me for that. Um, but these three guys are doing it so well. They have an interesting perspective with plenty of humor and insight, and it's also an educational. Who knew that some black people believe white people's gas smell worse than theirs? That's the whole review. <laughs> Also, as a man who has slept next to a white woman at night before, I know for a fact that if they eat the wrong food, just like we eat the wrong food, shit goes bad quickly. But in the hood, they do call it white boy farts because racism.
1: I didn't didn't really have that one. No, that, that, that didn't happen to me.
0: Yeah, Mine you get somebody you, you get somebody in bed with you who's lactose intolerant, but they still love ice cream. But I'm the one and they look at you int- over the top of the cup while they drink their milkshake, which brought I'm all the, the boys to the yard.
1: I'm the one that's lactose intolerant and still love ice cream. I got three things: of ice cream in my freezer right now.
0: See, that's the kind of shit that'll get you kicked out of my bed because she will fart at night. Hmm. 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 Ain't nothing quite like it in the world. There's no suffering like. <laughs> Just, Night farts. Nigga, I, I've had nothing worse than I'm not like going to say intolerant
1: milk farts.
0: Exactly. And I'm not going to say who did it, whether it was her or my beloved wife. um, But somebody farted so bad that I actually woke up. Like I was asleep and I smelled it in my dream and I woke up. And that <laughs> is horrible.
1: God damn. That's right. Bad. <laughs> That's bad.
0: I will say that my wife, when she was pregnant, cleared out an entire aisle at Best Buy. Oh. So there's there's levels to this. I'm not going to say that all white folks' farts stink the same way that all my farts don't stink, but you know whose farts do stink? Somebody who doesn't wash their ass often, Scott Ross. I'm sure that nigga's farts stink. Stinging ass Scott Ross. Because when the man, air man. comes out, it's also pushing through all that shit, and he didn't wash his ass. So...
1: In the one this, episode, we didn't have to talk about stinking-ass Scott Ross. You brought
0: stinking-ass Scott Ross up. You know what? It is true that he did not show up in this episode at all. Or, tr- or Trisha, to Trish. whereas we think about stinking-ass yeah, Scott Ross. That is true. Huh. So this episode was called Secret Identities. Um, I liked it. I did. I thought that it was a low key episode that built up well to the finale, because as y'all know, the season finale is fucking the next episode. That's the way that it always works. Um, And the way that this episode started off was that Sister Pete is dreaming about Keller, like nasty dreams, like grab my titty dreams at work. She's literally daydreaming at work. These are the kind of daydreams where you wake up your hands on your titties and you're just like, oh. Oh, shit, did anybody see me? But she's having them kind of dreams. That ain't good. And now that he has her having these kind of dreams of work, he's decides to fucking ignore her, which is hella fucked up. So as he's, as he's leaving out of his uh, pod, uh, Officer Murphy is like, yo, you have a, an appointment with um, Sister Pete at 10 o'clock. Shouldn't you be on your way? And he's like, "Nah, I don't think I'm gonna see her today. I'm gonna go to the gym instead." And as he's walking to the gym, he sees her through the bars, looking at her, looking at her watch. I almost said looking at her phone. Look where we are in this day and age. Looking at her watch, checking the time to see because he wasn't there yet. And so he skipped two appointments I, with her on purpose. That is like the most have, heartbreaking, fucked up. I
1: have shit. a serious problem with this. Me too. Here's my serious problem. It probably isn't mine. Um, Here's my problem. The first two times he really got under her skin. Mm -hmm. But the last time that they met, she, she, Cuban beat his ass and got back under his. Yes. So why is she having these?
0: That's a good question. That was, I mean, but just because she has that conversation with him doesn't mean that she's conquered what's already inside of her.
1: True. But it still is like, It it was like the last conversation was her realizing, oh, you really like to fuck with people. Mm -hmm. And then was like, and then it was like, oh, because you tried to do this shit to me. And like her realizing that she's being manipulated, I thought would have set her free from all of this.
0: But I mean, dude is an attractive guy and he's sitting there paying her attention and talking like intelligent conversation is stimulating. Um, and then she sees how he's acting with uh his his ex-wives, and even if you try and tamp it down, I mean it's still there. You can know somebody's fucking with you, but you still want to fuck with them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, Brandon? What do you think?
1: Uh Brandon's having mic issues. Oh. Attention?
0: No, I wasn't paying attention. I don't, I don't, I'm looking at the notes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll edit that out. Hold on. So the next thing that happens is that Beecher finds out about it, because when Beecher pulls up to his job in Sister Peter Marie's office, she's like, hey, have you seen Keller? And Beecher's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, she's acting like a, 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 like a, I'm sprung. Hey, have you seen Keller? Does not he talk uh-huh. about our conversations? Does he mention me? Beecher's like, I don't like this shit at all. Somebody got to drop a dime on this nigga. I don't like this right. shit at all.
1: Yeah, I I just found that I found that whole shit to be weird.
0: Yeah, but the way that this show goes, hey, the heart wants what it wants, you know.
1: I guess so. And and for her to be a dope old bird, like why the fuck does she want this motherfucker? Like, I don't understand it.
0: Man, it's the second person on this show who has fallen in love with an inmate straight up. Um Beecher tells Keller that he's gonna fuck with Keller the way that uh Keller's been fucking with Sister Pete. Uh, So, don't know when that's going to come to fruition, but what does come to fruition is the conversation between Eugene and Alvarez, finally.
3: Eugene and Tina Rivera, Miguel Alvarez.
0: Needed to happen.
3: All right, everybody. Our purpose here today is to uh, provide an environment for discussion. Sit down again. To ask and answer questions to share experiences. Now, a few ground rules. Allow me to lead the meeting. Refrain from interruptions. (laughs) No profanity, and most importantly, listen. Okay, why don't you begin, Eugene?
4: I can't see you, Alvarez. I'm looking right at you and I can't see you. Can you see me? What? Yeah. Can you see my wife? Yes. You're a lucky man. I asked Tina to marry me because I wanted to wake up every day for the rest of my life and see her face first thing. But instead, because of you, I'll never see her face again. Do you know something about me which I don't? A reason I deserve this? No?
3: Miguel, have you thought about what this might be like for him? Kinda. Kinda?
4: So why go after me, huh? Not Mezger, not Whittlesey, Not Gwen, or McManus, or Sister Pete. Me, Alvarez, why?
3: Answer him, goddammit! Tina, no, he's asking why. Why do we have to live with this? Why do we have to argue about having a kid? We shouldn't have to argue about having a fucking kid. Tina, please, please, sit down.
4: Yeah, honey, sit.
3: You see, Miguel, that's why Eugene and Tina are here. Tell them why it happened.
4: Can't. Was it a gang thing? Did, did you do it because of Hernandez? You earned your cojones by blinding
5: me? Started out that way,
1: yeah. That's, that's, um, I don't like that part.
0: Me neither, but please go ahead.
1: I don't like the fact that his whole thing was if you got to do this to get out, that's cool, but don't fucking tell on me. And he, say it tells- it's been said. and he immediately fucking says, yeah, it started off that way. Mm-hmm. But then he he regroups after and he just basically says, you know what he's getting ready to say. But like, I don't like the fact that he he said, was it a gang thing? Was it Hernandez? And he's just like, yeah, started off that way.
0: Like he sussed that out way too easily, too like I just have my intuition that this is all a gang matter like was it Hernandez then why the fuck well you know?
1: well if he was really a part of that other gang yeah if he was true a part of that other gang then he knows Hernandez and he knows but, where Hernandez
0: I mean if that's a, if that's if that's what's going on which it could be it honestly could be what's going on wouldn't they have had him have some semblance of just like beef with Hernandez wouldn't he have mentioned that he was part of the gang or something like that
1: Nope, because we only heard that from one side.
0: True.
5: True.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah, this place. hate this fucking place. What it did to my grandpa, my dad, and me. I don't know you, you know. I had nothing against you. It's your uniform, bro. In that Mano-Lenay uniform, man.
4: I want my eyes back. I know. Sorry. You what? I'm sorry. No, I said I want my eyes back. Give them back to me.
5: I can't.
4: As if you can't. You took them.
5: Forgive me.
3: Fuck you. Eugene, Miguel asked you a question. Can you forgive him? Not today. All right, but uh, let's leave the door open for the possibility of another meeting, okay? Eugene?
6: Yeah,
1: I don't love it. Uh, I don't love this scene. Uh, the, just and then the the forgive me part. Where yeah. the fuck did that come from? Like, it's- why? Why would you even ask someone who you did this to? And you feel re- you? I understand that you feel some sort of remorse for it, but you have benefited from what you did. In a way that that's the reason, you know, because that's the reason why you did it in the first place, because you felt ostracized mm-hmm. and and you've benefited because now you get to be up else's ass that you got out to do this. So you benefited from this thing. And mm-hmm. then when you get to the point to where is he asked you why this happened to him, you immediately fucking snitch. And then you come up with a decent excuse Which you should have started with instead of saying that, you should have said, like, yo, I hate this fucking place. And and one of us was wearing one of their uniforms. And that
0: you're a fucking sellout. That would have been it. Yeah. If you given this episode where where so many things of racial tension happened, that would have fit right in.
1: Yeah, if he would have just said that, if he wouldn't have said the other part, he would have been perfectly fucking fine. But no, and then going through all of this stuff, and then and then saying, "I want my eyes back, motherfucker." You know, you ain't getting your eyes back. You you know this. You are aware this is not going to happen. So why come to him and say, "I want my eyes back. Give me my eyes back, bitch." I can't do that. So like, why why would you even bring? Why would you even bring this? I mean. If he would have said instead, if he was just saying like, I want you to suffer for what you did to me, I would understand that. And I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand giving my eyes back and then getting upset about that he can't give you your eyes back. And he said, I'm sorry. Like, you know, that's basically, I'm sorry. I can't like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't give you your eyes back. I, you know, I I don't get that. And then, and then the forgive me part is like, why are we here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Forgive like, me. Yeah, like no, there's there's under no circumstance should that line have been in this at all. Or at at least or at least if he would have said if he would have said something to the effect of I can't I can't give you your eyes back, but I, uh, and I, I I hurt you. More than anyone should have. And I hope one day I can be forgiven. Not to ask for the forgiveness right there. Mm -hmm. That made it made no sense to ask for the forgiveness right there.
0: I think it was when he said forgive me, like I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but it feels like when he said forgive me. That was him saying I ain't got nothing else to say. Like I done already accidentally snitched on El Cid. I done already tried to uh pin this on you for being a Hermano, Hermano with in a in a uniform. You're still coming at me. Look, let me just ask for what Sister Pete said this is all about. Cause this will close out the conversation. Do you forgive me? Fuck you. No, I'm out. All right, cool. Now this conversation's over. Now I can go back to the rest of my real life. Exactly. So I just I feel like this whole thing it felt empty. Yes.
1: Very oh. I mean, I don't I don't understand what Sister Pete hoped to get from this from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're being honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this whole thing did not go well at all.
0: Exactly. Brandon, you got thoughts on it? No. Okay.
2: (laughs) Can you hear me?
0: Nigga, if you said no and I said okay, then obviously I can hear you.
2: I did shake my head.
0: No, you you did. Okay, fine. No. Yeah, I can hear you. And okay, you don't have any thoughts on it. That's fine. Be like that. (laughs) So, uh, the next thing that happens after that is something that I thought Brandon would be interested in. So I wanted to go ahead and let this play out and then we'll have a, a bit of a uh, discussion about it as well. Clark is the secret identity of Superman. I-, I never understood why Superman needed a secret identity.
6: Listen, if I'm invulnerable, right? If all the chicks want me. Why would I disguise myself as a four-eyed wimp? The truth, Superman is schizophrenic. Hey, mm-hmm. Yeah. Superman's in is fucking with his superego. The man's conflicted, no doubt about it.
0: So now Quentin Tarantino. Quentin
1: Tarantino
0: (laughs) fucks. No, no, that's the thing. Quentin Tarantino, his idea was that uh, Superman dressed up as Clark Kent because that's how Superman sees humans as weak and 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 completely pathetic. And that's why he dressed up like him. That's why he dressed up like that and acts like that. So which one is it? Is he more like this or is he more like the way Quentin talked about it in Kill Bill Volume 2, Brandon? The answer is yes. He's
2: not like Quentin. That's not what it is. Superman, the the story of Superman is a tale of what it means to be human at its core. Like Mm -hmm. that Superman is somebody who is not human, who lives amongst humanity, and so his being Clark Kent is not that—that's what he thinks humanity is. It's that's what he has to be in order for humanity not to think him a Superman. So it's essentially that, like he under, he thinks that humanity sees people like that and immediately thinks that they're weak. Because the, the premise on his face that nobody can tell who Superman is is ridiculous. But the what the way the story tells it is that. People see Clark Kent as so hunched over and weak and pathetic that there's no possible way, even though we all think that it looks like him, that someone that's this pathetic could be someone with such great strength and power and can do all that amazing things that he would walk around as a, you know, newspaper person who looks like that and acts like that. So it's, it's more of a, it's more of like, this is what, you know. Humanity sees as weak as opposed to what he thinks a I man, humanity is weak. Because that's how it works. Because if it was not true, then everybody would know he was Superman.
0: Scar, you got thoughts?
2: So, I mean, so basically, you're
1: saying like Superman's, Superman being Clark Kent. Would make people go. He ain't a Superman. His real name is Clark. Like it's you know it's like they, he basically used what he knows about humanity to eight mile himself.
2: That's basically yes, he- yes. He 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 basically said that like you know, and also the other thing is that you know he wants to be Superman to help people, but he doesn't want to live as Superman. It's something. That since he was born on Krypton, he was born on Earth. You know, his whole thing is that he is of Earth. Like he was brought here as like an infant. So he grew up here. So that's what he knows is like, I can't just be walking around my life as Superman every day. So I'm going to be this is who he probably that's who he is in, in a you lot know, of ways. You know what?
1: I, you know what? I. You know what I think of it is. This is how I think of it is. Uh, this is how I think of it he knows he can't walk around as Superman because of what happens if he walks around as Superman. Like we, (laughs) we all know that one person that from the neighborhood that went to school and got a good job and (laughs) like got a good ass job. And now everybody is in is is like, you know, like all around him just trying to see if they can get something out of them. So that's the reason why he can't walk around as Superman, because he would constantly be bombarded with everyone asking him for favors, trying to see if Superman get paid. Which, I mean, we learned from from, uh, one uh, Marvel TV show that superheroes don't get paid. Um, Like The idea, like, if I walked around as Superman every fucking day, I would just be bombarded every day by people wanting shit from me. I remember a yeah.
0: long time ago, I did um, a song like 10 years ago, give or take. I did a song for single simulcast called Superman Hates Twitter. And it was just that sort of thing that if you if Superman didn't disguise himself as somebody who was weak, supposed to be asking him dumb shit like, can you help me move? Can you get my cat out of a tree? Can you carry all these groceries because it's raining outside?
2: Yeah, yeah but can- it's, it's not so much weak it's normal. Is more normal than weak. Yes,
0: yes. He's and not I think-
2: like Clark Kent is not weak. He's just a regular ass dude. But he had to pre- He had to pres. He had to present himself as extra regular, if that makes sense. Like he had to be so regular that no one would think he's extraordinary.
0: Yeah, yeah. kind of like me with podcasting. Hey yo, word. <laughs> so. Um, the next thing that happens after that is that Sister Pete runs up on Keller uh, and asks to speak with him privately. And this motherfucker takes him, takes her into his pod uh, and makes sure that um, he can, that she can see his porn magazines. And then the you next our last
3: two sessions, why? Ever since our last time
4: together, when you got me to open up, I've been afraid to come back. Afraid to expose any more of myself to you. I mean, you know, the reality is, sister, I hate myself.
3: All the more reason why you should have come to me. You're
4: probably right. Do you know what it's like to want somebody? To long for them, and I'm not talking about sex, I'm just, just to touch them. Yeah. Of course you do. And you're a psychologist, you're a mom. But you're a woman first. You know about desire. <laughs> Everything all right, Miss, sister?
3: I'm fine.
4: I can help you, Chris. I know you can. Talk to Beecher.
3: Counsel him.
4: You're yep.
3: Tell him that you because love, this... him and that he loves you. Mm-hmm. And that's what this has all been about, hasn't it? The sessions, the questions about my personal life, getting me to care so I can help you reach Beecher.
4: You can do it, he trusts
3: you. You still don't see it, do you? That's the whole problem, Chris. He trusted you. You broke his trust. Now he can't trust you again. Yeah, but
4: I've changed.
3: Have you? You manipulated me the way you did him. And I don't trust you anymore. Wait a minute, sister, wait a a minute. Chris?
0: Hell hath no fury, huh, sister? Oh. Kudos to her.
1: Yeah. And I I think for for people who can't who who haven't watched the episode um recently, the whole point of the the the, the point that you can't see. Of course, while you're listening to that, is while he's talking about desire, she's feeling this for herself and how she feels about him. Mm-hmm. But he is looking over her shoulder because he can see Beecher clear as day. He is mm-hmm. looking clean over her, looking at Beecher. And that that you know, that kind of changes. And then when he switches at the end and say, Well, you need to talk to Beecher. I need you to talk to Beecher for me. It's it's all, you know, you can tell that that's what he wanted this whole time because we can see that he's looking over her shoulder and not actually looking at her.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But now she doesn't know if she can keep being a nun. Um, And so she goes and talks to Father Ray and she's like, yo, I I don't think I can, which makes sense to me. It's never really made sense to me, the whole idea of denying your body uh, love and human touch Because that's what God did. God did not create us. God created us in his image.
2: That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense for, no, not you. What you're saying is correct. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying that it doesn't make any sense that you would have like all these, you know, your body is built with all, if you you believe in that, right? Let's say you believe in like creationism or whatever. Let's say you believe in it. It doesn't make any sense that you would be built the way that you're built and then be like, Yeah, but just ignore all those things Mm -hmm. all the time (laughs) for your entire life. Just ignore them because they're not good. You were only put here to serve
0: to serve. And I mean, yeah, nah, nah. I mean, and and if you're a Catholic, okay, you unless you're a nun listening to us, which thanks or a priest listening to us, which (laughs) I mean, okay. You can't really speak on it either because none of y'all have taken this vow of straight chastity. Like that is that that's a word. Chastity where you're just like I will not love anyone but God and 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 I can't I can't good on y'all.
1: Y'all better than me,
0: right? Cuz I mean, I'm there pretty sure that. that you can't even masturbate
2: no, you can't. You're worse than me. That's Y'all are up, nice. Y'all right? are two nice people. I'm not a nice person. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I, and if that's what you, th- I always, I always would say that there were a whole bunch of things that were religion, like when I was growing up. Because mm-hmm. like my, I used to, I used to every summer I used to get sent my, fa- my mom used to send me to her family. My, my, both my parents grew up on the eastern shore of Virginia, which is, if anybody's ever been there, it's super country. Like, yes. you know, where they grew up, they have one high school, one middle school, one elementary school. To this day, it's still dirt roads. When I was growing up and going there, we had outhouses, like that type of country. And so they were all super religious, and you know, every church, every day was, you know, three, four days a week was church, Sunday was church, Bible study, vacation, Bible school, everything. And I would go there, and you know, that at a young age, I was because I was from the big city, right? So I'm from the big city compared to them. And every time I would go there, so I think differently because I was my parents didn't raise me in that manner the way they they were raised. Like for example, my mom graduated high school a year early, got the hell out of there, and never moved back. Like that's the type of way I was raised. Mm-hmm. So, but I go down there, and I'm in there. I'm in church, and I'm listening to some of these things like Bible study and things. And I would always think it'd be like, God's going to get angry at you if you do this. And God's going to get angry at you if you do that. And I would just be like, God gets mad about a lot of shit. Why is he so mad at us (laughs) for just doing regular (laughs) shit? Like, why is he so mad at me for doing regular ass stuff? That just doesn't make any sense to me. And so at that point, I was just like, hey, yeah, you know, it's not about if you believe or not, but, you know, that's more about people shaming you and using God as a way for people to shame you. Mm-hmm. And so with this, I mean, not that you know, none may or may not believe that, but you know, if you were, I just, in my opinion, and this is just me speaking, not for the show, if you were to think critically about it, and if you are someone who believes that God created us from His image out of His mind, if God is created Him us from Himself, that means, you know, in that sense, He knew what He was doing with giving us, you know, all these things to feel exactly. And then he would say, I'm going to give you all these things to feel just to see if you actually go on with it. And then I'm going to get mad at you for doing it. Exactly. That just doesn't make any logical system.
0: It's the same way I look at religion. The same way I look at um, – trying to think of the best way to put this without losing – every single one of our sponsors no, I, and every think, single listener if
1: you want if you want okay if you want to understand how we would feel about religion just look up george carlin religion is bullshit it that it, 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 it he pretty much explains everything
2: carlin's brilliant
1: it, it his religion is bullshit rant comedy routine is fantastic and it one hundred percent explains how I feel about religion.
0: All right, well that sums it up. What if God was one of us, just a slob like one of us? I never is thought that an actual it song. People. Yes, it
2: yes. is. What if God
0: was
7: one and, of us? And I was, and I just,
1: I was telling, I was telling Rashani, I just watched. Uh, two people do uh, reviews uh, watching um, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, uh, for the first time. That song is 100% in there. He's <laughs> he's singing. He's oh, yeah, uh, Dr. Right. Evil is singing that song.
0: In the, uh, so, before he does just the two of us. So the next thing that happens in the show, Oz... That we're talking about um, is that El Cid is being questioned by uh, Leo about where he got the heroin that he took from Ryan. And El Cid hits him with the K. (laughs) I know it shouldn't be funny, but that nigga looked him dead in the eye. K? He was like, (laughs) like for everything he asked him. So, um, yeah.
6: Help yourself out. We found the heroin on you, in your pocket. What'd you get? Okay. (coughs) Don't fuck with me, Hernandez. I could tack on another five just for obstruction. and think what I could do with the possession charge. Okay. Okay. I got two more of your compadres to talk to and I'm willing to bet at least one of them values his ass over yours. Get
0: him the fuck out of here. The best. El Cid does not talk um no but as, what
1: happens what, what makes it worse is they bring in the other person he does the exact same thing
0: and that's because el said looks at carlos like you better shut the fuck up and so carlos ain't talking and uh glenn's like yo i'm gonna put you in the hole and if i get the information i'm looking for from anyone else before i get it from you you're never gonna see the light or get a day again. Which at first I was like, "Good, one less storyline." Like nobody snitching, and that nigga will be in the hole. We don't have to worry about him anymore. But then his sister shows up, and his sister seems to be the only one coming to see him now. Her and the fruit basket. Always the fruit basket. Where the fuck are they getting all these baskets from? Not the fruit, but the baskets. The fruit baskets are the the baskets themselves are nice. They like picnic baskets. I think they went to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I feel like that's a Hobby Lobby basket that costs like $19.
1: Yes. And fucking Hobby Lobby. They did away with their little forty percent off coupon.
0: Bastards. Well, Hobby Lobby's a bunch of bastards anyway. They don't support LGBTQIA folks. So they've been fuck you on mine for a long time. But that's neither here nor there. I have to um, go.
1: I have to go because Michaels doesn't have shit for candle makers.
0: I feel you. But anyway. That's probably true. Uh-oh. Michael's
2: is Michael's is dog shit. By the way, just in case we're not getting sponsored by them at any time. So.
0: No, we're not. We are not.
2: Michael's is not sending this shit. So I can say that every time I go into Michael's, they don't have nothing but Christmas shit all year round. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, if I come in here and I want something, I th- I guess they have fabric shit, but I'm not a you know fashion designer. But if I want to come in here for like some craft shit, I'm like, yo, Michael's is the craft store. I go in Michael's to get like some craft stuff. They have no craft stuff. That's yeah, the way. They, I
1: well, when when I was doing a lot of uh, fluid painting, they have a lot of paint. That's pretty much the only thing I really use. They for them.
6: Yeah. They have a
1: ton of paint, different types of paint, different levels of paint. Um, but that's pretty much the only reason why I would even go into Michael's. Period.
0: So the only reason why Carlos's sister came to see him um, wasn't to tell him that his dad died, which is what I was hoping for. I was like, that'll be great because I don't fucking like Carlos. Um, it was to tell her, to tell Carlos that she's leaving for Oakland. So now I'm like, is this in California? Like, but she's leaving for Oakland and that she won't be able to see him anymore. Um, and that nobody else in the family fucks with him like that anymore. Like she was talking big shit about everybody. This person, an asshole and all that kind of stuff um but she's leaving and she doesn't want him to feel like he's being abandoned so mcmanus is like yo you can write him a note and i'll deliver it to him because mcmanus is that type of guy however mcmanus isn't the type of guy to follow the fuck through (laughs) and so he uh as he's leaving out the door to go home he sees cl lopresti and he's like hey can you give this to carlos and he puts, he puts the letter in front of Lapresti and he leaves. And the other CO that's with Lapresti calls Carlos a fucking racial slur and is like, you're not going to take any demands from McManus to help out that racial slur, are you? And Lepresti's like, no. No, I'm not. And because Lapresti's a CO and therefore fucking awful, he gets goaded and just throwing the note away. Yeah. yeah not
2: only that, he calls him the racial slur. He yeah. called, um He himself, the same race, called (laughs) called um, what's his face? Carlos. Carlos, the racial (laughs) slur. Yep.
0: Meanwhile, told you last on the show,
2: everybody in Oz is racist.
0: Yep, that's very true. Return to we will be back after these brief messages. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-O-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Hey y'all, this is Derek. We want to thank y'all so, so much for taking time out to listen to this show. What we'd like for you to do right now, wherever you're at, is screenshot your phone, iPad, or whatever you're listening to the show on, and send it to us on Twitter at Return to Oswald. We'll retweet it to everybody and show it you're a part of the family. Also, if you'll be so kind as to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast at, and subscribe and follow, we'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much and back to the show.
7: Are you in the top 10 lists? What about pop culture? Or maybe you're just a nerd like us. We've got a show for you, loser. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. We're the hosts of the Tennis Podcast, a comedy and edutainment podcast covering a new top tennis list every week, including fun facts and trivia. We've covered lists such as the top 10 most popular 90s songs on Spotify. The deadliest animals. The worst US presidents. the Leading causes of death. The best-selling video game franchises. The most common murder methods. Okay, are you going to give one that isn't about death? The deadliest jobs in America. <sighs> Listen to these and countless other top 10 lists every Wednesday at tenishpod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Top horror villains by their kill count. I think we're done here. If you listen to this podcast, there's a good chance you, see you will die. We are the Tenish Podcast. That's one zero ISH. Bye. Hello,
1: everyone. I'm Carol Ann.
7: And I'm Matt. And we are the hosts of Boots and Confused.
1: Boozed and Confused dives into the weird topics that you never knew existed.
7: Join us every Monday to drink and discuss all things unknown, unexpected, otherworldly, and just plain strange.
1: Each week, we will take you on a journey to learn about things like time travel and who John Teeter is.
7: Weird history like the New England vampire panic.
1: Conspiracy theories like Katy Perry being John Bennett Ramsey? Or aliens
7: or the paranormal like ghosts that haunt the white house
1: listen to boost and confused every monday wherever you get your podcasts
7: see you then we're not supposed to talk about that
3: do Shh. not even let those words come out of your mouth we're not supposed to talk about that
5: do not go there say
3: anything about it
5: hush now naughty we just Shh. don't need to talk about this right now. Be quiet. Shh. we are not supposed to talk about That's that. That's really taboo.
3: Don't talk about it. You shouldn't talk about that. Don't talk about that. You aren't
7: supposed to talk We can't talk about that in this house. You shouldn't talk about
3: that. Can we talk about this? We are going to talk about this. Welcome to Taboos, a podcast that discusses taboo culture. We're your hosts, Celeste and Allie. Join us in the exploration of all things society deems as stigmas, controversial, hush-hush, cringe-factor, or eyebrow-raising. From pole
0: dancing to politics and everything in between, grab a drink and discuss with us.
3: And as always, do you be Taboos. (laughs)
0: Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <sighs> Going back to back. I- we got Clayton popping up. Him and his mom show up at the prison. They always have these two back to back. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why they always have these two back to back. But it helps me get through the, um, their stories quicker and their links to the hip. And I'm okay with that. Uh, it's Clayton's birthday and Wellesley. Uh, for no reason whatsoever, has bought him a cake for a surprise party, which is really nice. You know, the, the office surprise parties are always great with cake. You know, when you get the cake and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she's talking to Father Ray, who tells her about what Giles said about Glenn killing Clayton's dad. Uh, Wellesley tells him that, you know, you shouldn't be talking about Leo behind his back. If you have concerns, just go say it to his face. So, He does. And this happens. I'm like, yo, that nigga did it.
5: <laughs> nope.
0: Hey, Leo, you
6: got a minute? Sure, What are we tomorrow's? OK, look, uh, like I told you,
4: I'm talking to people about Sam Hughes. Hmm? Yes, well, let me get you. Come over something. Well, maybe William Giles. At- Looney Tunes. Look, I don't think that he's so much crazy as just afraid to be sane. And he claims, well, he says. What? That you killed Sam Hughes. Leo, you have talked to Clayton about what happened that day. You have told him the truth. But if there is more to that truth, then he has a right to hear it, however hard it is for you to say. God damn it, Ray. I don't have to explain myself to you. No, you don't. But you do to Clayton. It's like a confession that needs to be made once and only to the person who can absolve you. Get the fuck out of my office. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: But when he tells the story, like, he tells the story that he wasn't the one who actually did it. Yeah, I feel like he lied about that shit. Yeah, I think think so too. The way he tells the story is it happened because of me and my actions. It didn't happen because I did it, which I think is poppycock at this point.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Brandon?
2: Uh, I'm confused. I was on the track last week thinking that he absolutely did that shit. But now... I don't know I'm not 100% sure The, the story way, that he's
0: given Is so fucking
2: Oz has not been known to give us fake flashbacks So From a storytelling perspective We haven't seen a flashback that was just like A made up version of what the person Is telling them but it turned out to be false Where we actually see the video of the flashback Every time they showed us videos Or something in the past it's turned out it's to be It's been true. the
0: truth Yeah I can see that but yeah. I don't know so the next thing that happens is that uh, Ryan and some random inmate are about to fight for no reason. The inmate literally comes up to Ryan and he's like, your brother can't fight. That's it. That's the whole reason. And so Clayton sees this fight happening. Him and Wellesley are in the uh, library when this fight's about <laughs> to happen. This, this altercation, cause it's not even a fight. It's an altercation. It's a discussion. It's nothing more than that. Um, Clayton decides to intervene with force. He pulls out his billy club and tells Ryan to sit his ass out, sit his ass down. And Ryan's like, I didn't even do nothing.
5: I didn't even do
0: nothing. (laughs) And so Clayton in the very next breath decides to rear back with his billy club to strike Ryan with the club. And he hits Wellesley in the face with it. And she's bleeding and probably got a concussion. and, And she just threw you a party, man. What the fuck? WTF, mate.
1: OK, my my own problem, my problem with this is, first of all, we've seen when he's matched up with someone and they're close together that that he's not very tall, mm-hmm. um, but I know that he is clearly taller than Wellesley. Well, so, like, him rearing back and hitting her in the face when his hand is basically above his head with a billy club makes no fucking
2: sense. He hit her with the, he hit her with the horizontal part. So you know how a billy club is like a T? like this? Yeah. So if you turn it this way, this horizontal part is sticking up. So if i were able to turn it down, if, I, if I'm taller than somebody and I go like this... That part sticking down, boom, hit it right in the head. That's why she had that little spot like this in her
1: head. Yeah. That's I, my logic. I can, logic. See, that. <laughs> I can right. see that. I can see that. But it's Or
2: maybe scene. he is shorter than Willis. We don't know how little this nigga is.
0: We know he's little in heart. Sorry. He could so be little as
2: hell.
0: Matter of fact, when I say WTF, mate, I don't even mean what the fuck, by the way. That's why the fuck, as in why the fuck do they think I care about him even in this situation?
5: I
1: I think you you don't have to care but you are seeing the beginnings of what he actually becomes and what he becomes is fucking hilarious.
0: Okay. Can't wait to see it because instead of firing him, Leo decides that now's the time to tell him about the day that your daddy died. (sighs) Which as we said okay.
6: Your dad and I were both on duty. I made up my mind when I first walked into Oz that I was gonna treat each situation as a worst case scenario. Sam knew better. And he tried to hold me back. Tried. But I was, I was too young, too determined, too stupid. I broke the fight I but I, or slipped on the slop on the floor. I was stunned, losing control. And then all my wind left me. Your dad had to get involved. You okay? Okay. He fell right next to me. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. By then, other officers responded. I just... Held him until he died
0: in my arms. He doesn't even say how he got hurt. He literally omitted that entire part. He just said he slipped and fell next to me, and then he died in my arms. Also, funny, so I fell and I was like this. I was out. I was like this. I was down. I was like this. And then they were all hitting me. And your dad came in to help me. And he slipped too. Same slap. But he fell on a shank. And ah! <laughs> he died. This makes no sense to me.
2: <laughs> I still think that nigga did
0: it. I do too. Because when you hear the story, it's I just so that. poorly said.
2: I love that y'all are turning <laughs> on. My man Glenn. I feel so it's just great feelings in my heart. I just I cannot tell you how much I appreciate.
0: Don't let me start liking him again just to spite you. Just let me I have it I cannot this. just tell
2: you how much I appreciate. I feel the exact
1: same way. Wait, what? I feel the exact same way as you. You <laughs> don't make don't make me turn around because <laughs> because because you're you're trying to make me feel a certain way.
2: I'm gonna like the terrible people all you want. I'm not gonna stop you from being terrible. Fuck you, guys! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, the nigga just told a horrible lie, though. That's the thing. Like, we can see through you. And you're literally leaving stuff out. Are you okay? Looking over at him like, Hey man, you good with this? You want me to continue? Oh, I gotta say more. Well, after that, he died in my arms. The end. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, you you good? You good? You good with that? <sighs> so, anyways, Whittlesy or Wells Wellsy, sorry. Whittlesy? I still don't know. Fuck it. Diane. Diane. Yeah. Diane got hit by the billy club and got a concussion and she's sitting in the uh, locker room which is still co-ed. And Tim shows up and he's like, when you got hurt I went crazy. (laughs) And now he loves her. This is like this is like when punk ass Ralph Trezvon is singing in "Isn't If It Isn't Love.
2: I like McManus but this nigga gotta get his love life together, man. Right, He just string First, he's stringing the girls, women along. Then he has like a moment a couple episodes ago where he was like, "You know what? I've been fucking trash. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rape anyone. I didn't abuse anyone physically. Like she said, I did. That's a lie. But that doesn't mean I didn't fuck with them mentally. That doesn't mean I wasn't trash. And I was like, okay. And then, and, and then. No, it, no, you gotta add also
1: add the part is like I ain't give a shit about I ain't give a shit about her I ain't give a shit about her bitch I ain't give a shit about you. That's basically what he said, like to yeah. so to I the said, same okay. person.
2: I said, all right, McManus, you're being introspective. You're realizing, li- I mean, you, yeah. you that doesn't that doesn't erase all the fucked up shit you did, but at least you understand that you did some fucked up shit to people, and you're gonna try to do better. Mm-hmm. And okay, maybe I mean this is not being bad, but. Then, like, what is it? Here's here's the problem. Here's my biggest problem with all these things in the eyes. I have no fucking clue how long it's been since that. The then, time span. The time. Maybe frame it's is- been six months, and he's been like getting himself together and trying to be better. And then he just realized, you know what? The happiest I was is with her. I'm gonna give it one more shot. Okay, okay, I can I can believe that. Yeah. But the way it comes off as has been like four days since he had that epiphany. I'm like, nigga, four days. Now you back on, yo, let's try this again. He
0: should have pulled up like this. Maybe she'll take me back. Hey, girl, he's begging. I made a big mistake. Won't you forgive me, girl? Now I can feel it. (laughs) He's never felt before. I really love her. And she was like, you you love me? Did
2: you move like Stevie Wonder?
0: What is that? She was like, you love me? What? She was like, are you sure? She really had
1: that look on her face and
0: then... (laughs) But wait, before before she walked in, she really did read him. She was like, you know what? Nah, because this is right after that sexual harassment shit. And you running up on me talking about you love me. Like, I feel like this is political. She tells him that. I feel like this is fully political. But then Claire comes in, yeah, and she's like, oh, look at the lovebirds and Diane hates Claire. So she kisses uh Tim despite Claire. Also, I wasn't moving like Stevie Wonder. I was moving like Ralph. He can't dance. Duh. Ralph. Is Ralph Ralph Tresvan. Yeah, nobody knows who he is. Fuck Ralph.
1: Hey, we can't talk bad about Ralph.
0: Yes, we can. I got time.
1: Ralph is saying some stuff for, for Bobby Brown. In the early days, where he was too fucked up to actually sing,
2: does not move so, me one. So bit. the
1: Bobby Brown songs, some of the Bobby Brown songs oh, that you we love, love, they watch
2: E. Holly, True Hollywood Story. <laughs> How do you know all these facts <laughs> about these
1: celebrities? Um, you can you can hear it. Actually, listen to every little step and tell me that some of that is not Ralph.
0: So you're gu- you're guessing?
1: No, the d- d- every little step. You're guessing. Just that say part you're is guessing. Ralph. You that are Ralph. assuming. No, you, actually, I don't even like. I, I got a former manager of Bobby Brown's uh, came out. What? What's a, his name? And this is like a story. Give me the I made link. A long time ago, I can find the link. I definitely See, can find the link.
0: Is what I'm saying, how do you know this? Because <laughs> he's Batman of music.
2: Maybe that's how I am with like it is sports shit or something. Nerds. It
0: it it it's, it's how you are about. Uh, all sorts of shit. Yeah, an
1: ex-manager, uh, an ex-manager claims Ralph, um, sing every
2: little step for Bobby Brown. Every you sound like a nigga that Bobby Brown didn't pay because he was on drugs. But come on, hey. that part, mm-hmm. th- Bobby
1: doesn't sing like that. That just Everyone that part. Th- that part, it do- it doesn't sound like Bobby Brown at all. And what they did was they basically had Bobby Brown go back and record over Ralph, but some of it is doubled. You can hear it if you go back and hear the song. Have you ever heard... Have you Don't, heard do Don't do it.
0: Don't do it. Have point. you ever heard Bobby Brown's track point.
1: song? Have you ever heard him sing it live? If you ever heard him sing it live, you realize he can't fucking sing this shit.
0: Well, I know he can't sing, period. True. But... But... Um, <laughs> Like, that's a given. Yeah, Ralph can sing, but it's still fuck him. It doesn't matter. Fuck that nigga.
2: I don't know none of these niggas.
0: This is where my age comes into play. See, he doesn't even know New Edition.
2: No, no I know New Edition. I just don't right. know none of them niggas' names. What's except- <laughs> up? Nigga, they <laughs> said our names. What's Rob- up, Bobby Brown? <laughs> I was Ronnie, a, I was Bobby, I Ricky,
0: I Mike, Ralph, Johnny, Dopey, Sleepy, Happy.
2: Johnny, Doc. is that Johnny Gill? Yeah,
0: that's yes. Johnny Gill. Oh,
2: see, I know I know. Yeah. I know Johnny Gill from Black Street. What the fuck? (laughs) He's not even in Black Street. No, that's not Johnny Gill. That's um
0: Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. Go take a nap. Okay. So (laughs) speaking speaking of naps, Natalie has finished Napa's book. See how that works? Um, she gets it all on a floppy disc, which remember those. (laughs) And (laughs) she puts it in an envelope and says she's sending it off to her to the publisher.
1: And
0: the an actual floppy, not even the hard ones. Just a... <laughs> uh, she actually doesn't put it into, she, into a publisher's hands. She puts it into uh, Chucky's hands um, who smashed it up. Napa basically got killed for a pack of cigarettes or for a carton of cigarettes.
2: How did the guards allow her to set up a whole fucking dinner in with wine? With a big-ass bottle of wine, pasta. And Where did she make all this shit? And then drug the wine.
0: Is she yeah, messing sure. with Cudney too? Oh no, Cudney's dead.
5: In the arms of the
6: angel. <laughs>
0: Wait, no, we were singing upper room for him. Um, <laughs> but she gives Napa some wine with some pills in it, I guess, because he passed the fuck out. And when she pat, when he passed out, she smothered him with a pillow. That's it for Napa.
1: And then, and, and all they got for that, the the other gays in M City, they just got a Carton of cigarettes, and that's right. pretty much it.
0: For all of them. Yeah. For all the work, the whole network, a carton of cigarettes. But um, my thing is, like, when, when do cigarettes not be banned?
2: They I thought we saw that they unbanned no,
0: like, it. No, he was still talking. They at the at the meetings, they were saying they wanted cigarettes unbanned and they wanted conjugals lifted. And as far as I know, he hadn't said he didn't think Frida wanted them. He was just like when the education thing takes off.
2: Yeah, I think they if we have, have if we season. haven't no. seen conjugal, I'm nothing. assuming they must have done it because they had a graduation.
0: Oh, um, that may graduation. be true. I can see that. Yeah. So,
1: ain't nobody had no conjugals, though.
2: No, not that we've seen. But true. we've seen wives visit shit, like we saw with Keller, him like all hugged up, grabbing his wives' asses and shit.
1: Yeah, that, that part is weird because usually, like, when they start touching each other and stuff, like, no that, touching,
2: are, separation. They,
1: yeah, the the, the guard shows up like, you know, people at your fifth grade dance, um, you know, with a ruler and shit. I mean, a yard stake, yard stake. Yeah, yard
0: stake. If state. I had to dance a yard apart from somebody next, would never have played in my junior high school dances. <laughs> I wonder if she could tell I'm hard, right? I fucking hate that song. I fucking hate that intro. Let's not. Adebisi wants to see Glenn. Uh, He wants to file a complaint about McManus. Remember in the last episode, he was telling Kenny that his big plan of of beating up Kenny was to get McManus out the paint so they can get a black guy running it. For some reason, Adebisi is a racist now. Or not a racist. Adebisi doesn't fucking like white people. Does that make him a racist, Brandon? Yes. Okay, so he's a racist. Um, I mean,
2: according to Brandon, everybody in here is racist. Everyone that's racist. I don't know how much more evidence y'all need. He has a point.
0: So, his way of getting McManus out the paint is by st- accusing him of sexual harassment.
2: He said the day
0: before this, McManus touched Kenny's penis.
2: This is what I don't understand. So- Nobody in that fucking place is fucked up as McManus has been. Nobody in that fucking place has been more pro-inmate than McManus. Yep. Than any single person in there. None of the COs, not Glenn. And they all collectively said, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's not even for their self... Like, it's not even logical for their own self-interest. Like, why not say one of the fucking COs did this shit? or the Even the head CO. Say the head CO is doing this shit, if, if this is your plan. But why would you... Go after the one fucking person in there who actually is like, you know what? Maybe we should treat these people better.
1: Because of what happened. Because of what what happened was because he already had that the other thing hanging over his head, nobody fucking believed him. And th- it was the perfect I mean I mean Adabee played this shit perfectly because nobody fucking believes McManus. Nobody. And it's just like come on man this is your this is your mans in him. he's been here every day like you ain't never seen him do nothing he's never been accused of anything and like he got accused of some shit that nobody fucking believes and then it's just like fuck him on this too
0: i mean i'm not even saying you that
2: the crazy thing about that is with the with the woman didn't we have that scene one or two episodes ago where they were in the break room and she basically told Willis Lee and the uh, the, the priest, B.D. Wong, that she's lying? Mm-hmm. Like, she basically said to them, yeah, I'm lying. Like, I'm lying about this. How do they not go to Glenn and be like, hey, man, she's lying about this shit. Like, what are, y'all, what are you doing with this
1: person? <laughs> yeah, this shit makes no sense.
0: But... After Kenny comes in and says what he has to say, Glenn, I feel like that nigga's been holding shit in for a while. He
6: said what? That you
0: bundled him.
7: That is complete horseshit. I tried to comfort him. Leo, you're not taking any of this seriously, are you? Claire
6: Howe accuses you of sexual harassment, but she's full of shit, too. Yeah, I'd like to know when it stops when it stops being everybody else's problem. You make it sound like I'm a sex addict. Maybe you are. Since the day you came to Oz, I watched you jump in and out of beds. I held my tongue, even though I thought what you were doing was pretty disgusting. Wangler's lying. Probably. But then again, maybe there are other inmates who never step forward. You know what? I don't know. And I don't know how to find out. But if this is true, you're finished here.
0: That came out of nowhere. I'm
2: proud of Glenn in 1999 doing his due diligence on a sexual assault claim. He is, Uh,
0: but I'm just saying that all that (laughs) angst came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I've been watching you just have consensual relationships with all these women in the prison. Yes. And I found it disgusting.
2: It's been obviously consensual. Like, not even like he could have been lying or he could have been doing something. Like, it's been obviously consensual relationships in the prison there's been no evidence that he's interested in men at all. At all. since he, As far as the show has explained. I mean, he even says, I've seen you
0: consorting with all these women. He doesn't say anything about men. And
2: then now it's like, maybe he's telling the truth. Huh? Where does like, it come from? Okay, I'm glad you could take this considerate, but how about all the actual rape that happens in your prison, Glenn? How about that, if you actually care? Why don't you do something about that? Why the fuck you rhyme so hard on me, but you let
0: super Nazi come through the door and didn't do shit? <laughs> like, yo, what do you care about? I've been telling you about all the fucked up shit. that I'm the number one snitch in this facility. Number one
1: snitcher?
0: What? But what? What? But what, what? what? I, I knew where that was going. Um... But, yeah, Wangler gets moved to Gen Pop because Adebisi called the news about McManus. I didn't think the news came to see inmates just for no reason. But they came out and they interviewed Kenny, Claire, and Glenn. And then they tried to interview McManus, but he wasn't having it. So Wangler got moved to Gen Pop, and McManus goes to talk to Shirley, who knows about it in de- on death row. She's also talking. She's talking with him about how her uh, lawyer didn't help her. And so now her uh, execution is scheduled for the following Thursday. And she wants Tim's suggestions on how to die. She's also holding his hand and shit. Kissing uh, she, his hand.
2: she, Do you think she really believes that she should be off? Like in her no. mind, like think she's crazy?
0: She, I, I think that she's fully, I think that it's, you're able to, some people are able to fully convince themselves of a lie. That's what George Costanza said. It's not I, a lie if you believe it. I've never seen Seinfeld. Loss.
2: It's not a lie if you believe it.
0: But I, I feel like that's what she's doing. Like she wholeheartedly believes she had nothing to do with the death of her daughter. And that makes her a couple of things. Crazy is not one of them. She's fully delusional, she's dangerous. She's a racist, but she's in full control of her faculties mentally. And That's she nice wants to fuck Tim. She was kissing his hand and shit.
2: Yes. Very she's def- so. She is the nicest racist I've ever seen on television. You're a nigger. She was so polite and <laughs> saying, Oh, so, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, you thought that- I was fucking a nigger? I'm see- sorry about that. No, I'm sorry. Hey, to let you hey I see you stopped by. I couldn't help but notice you're a nigger. Thanks, no she thanks. She's so polite.
0: Also, Shirley's pregnant, so she can't get executed because so who
2: got her pregnant?
0: That's the question.
2: Yeah, no one knows who
0: the baby daddy. I'm that baby daddy.
2: <laughs> oh, I think I know who it was. The, the, the I think I do that too. Was, the dude that was brushing the shit around her off it, around there that she thought was BC. Nah, I'm going to tell you right now. I think it's Schillinger. Schillinger? Yep. Because he delivers the mail. Schillinger. Get it right. He doesn't like when you call him Schillinger. I know. That's why I do it. Fuck that nigga.
1: Hey, I've been pronouncing it the correct way this whole time.
0: (laughs) I like saying it wrong because I don't ride with Schillinger. And plus, I love it when he says his name. Like, he's so indignant about it. Schillinger. Um, the next thing is there's a stupid ass thing where Cyril won't stop shadow boxing now. Um, he even runs up on, uh, Augustus as Augustus, the mole and Rebido come to see Ryan. They come to see Ryan to talk with him about how to, f- who, who you got for this next fight? Yo, Ryan, Yo, who you betting on today's fight? Connor the faggot. Neither am I sitting this one out. By the way, a whole lot of homophobic slurs are going to be used in this scene. And I apologize profusely, but.
4: You've been on the winner every match so
5: far. How come you decide to sit this one out?
4: Because whoever wins today's fight has to fight my brother next week for the championship. I don't want to bring on a jinx. Never took you for superstitious. Hey, I'm a man of logic. I'm a man of planning. I consider every detail, I factor in every possibility, then I flip a coin. Okay, but if you were going to bet, who would you bet on? All right. Khan, he's got the power and the discipline. So you're saying the Muslim? Well, Kramer's got
0: the speed and the style. So you're saying the faggot. yo, zero. Unfortunately, while they're talking about who to bet on, Cyril has gone out into the, uh, into the main area, and he's still, like, he's, Cyril wants to box now. Last episode, he didn't want to box at all. Now that he's won against Chucky, he feels empowered, and now he wants to box everybody because he likes to hear them cheering for him. He's no longer afraid. So he tries to box Hoyt, who I thought he was in the hole, but I guess not. Um, and thankfully he gets pulled apart from him um, because as Officer Michael says, um, if your brother gets into the hole, he can't box in the championship. Uh, oh, also,
2: championship match?
0: yeah, he beat Chucky. Adebisi tells Khan not to beat Kramer because he's gay, but to beat him because he's white. Told you.
2: Last
0: week they hate the whites. Atabisi's hatred came out of nowhere though.
2: Gotta
0: and here's
1: here's guy. the weird part. The weird part is not just that. It's the fact that he all of a sudden he's now cool with the Muslims too.
0: He's cool with the Muslims because they're
1: black. So, yeah. yeah. He's like and the, all of all of this just kind of switched up like just super fast like all of a sudden this is this is it uh he's cool with the muslims he's over there sitting chilling out with the muslims like they like they fucking Not like they're with
2: the muslims they segregated the boxing arena half the side of the arena was black the other half of the arena was white out
0: of nowhere all of a sudden yes right when beecher starts messing with saeed all of a sudden now things are all drawn down racial lines out of nowhere literally so it um, cross the line. So we finally get a fair match, um, but Khan should have lost. I'm just saying the part that they showed in the part of the match they showed, Khan was catching hands. The only thing that he got in was one uppercut. Other than that, Jason was fucking him the fuck up. But somehow Khan won by split decision. And Adebisi is the first one up there to lift his hand like Don King.
1: Right. Because he's cool with the Muslims now.
0: Yeah. At least he got a plan. Yeah, he does. But, yeah, he comes up to uh Saeed the next day, and he tries to recruit Saeed for his cause, which is, you know, when it goes down, when the racial riot jumps off, I need you riding with me. And Saeed's like, huh, nah, I'm good. And also, now that uh Beecher's rolling with Saeed, Schillinger – who y'all way back, I just want to point out, way back, I was like, Schillinger's going to try and get revenge on Saeed, and y'all was like, nah, that's dead, that's cool. Nope, Schillinger's going to try and kill both of them. That's the point for me. Y'all ain't going to give me my props, that's cool, I'll keep going. Yeah,
2: you get props. You can have that one.
0: Saeed uh, tells Beecher that uh, he has to forgive Schillinger and Keller. Uh, And Beecher comes right back by telling Saeed, what about you and Khan? which I thought was a great comeback. So, so he goes to talk to Khan. Let's see. Let him in.
5: So, what do you want, black man? Oh, Five years ago, I was a very different man. Selfish, ambitious, manipulative, arrogant. One day, I'm in Mecca, and the words of the prophet, praise be unto him, filled me with the grace and the glory of Allah. I wanted nothing more than to show others the visions I had seen, the, the possibilities. I studied, became a teacher, a leader despite all my righteous intentions, I was still selfish, ambitious, manipulative, and even more arrogant. What's happened over the past few months has humbled me. I have been humbled, but not by you. There's nothing left but a lot and that is more than enough
0: peace be on you my brother that wasn't an apology that wasn't it, and that wasn't it, a precisely. I forgive you or an apology or anything like that. Nope. That was a,
1: uh, that was a, uh, we ain't got beef, but you ain't shit.
0: I right? Got that was a, I don't need you. I don't need them. I don't need nobody. So fuck you, nigga. I'm going to go strip my shirt off in the middle of the uh, floor like Usher did in the Let It Burn video. Was <laughs> <laughs> that confessions? when he, no. I'm in the rain. Look at my shirt.
1: <laughs> nah, he hit the, uh, he hit the, uh, you got served.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the
0: speed of the week. No, no, really, honestly, he hit the roll bounce when sweetness drops to the floor and rips his shirt off in the middle of the skating competition, and then he starts praying. He lays prostrate, prostate on, prostrate, yeah, prostrate on the ground, starts praying. Everybody's watching him. It's clear that he's doing this for attention. To show uh, Khan that he will not be stopped in his desires in his pursuits of Allah, but all the Muslims turn their backs on. Understand what they turn their backs on that light skinned nigga in season one. Yeah, I don't know what
2: that was
0: about. Like. Me neither. So, so then Be- they
2: defended him in the very next scene.
0: I was going to say, so the next thing that happens is that Beecher sees Keller having a computer issue and helps him out. Uh, Keller, uh, well, Beecher apologized to him, and Keller tries to kiss him, but Beecher's like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Keller is jealous of the relationship that Beecher and Saeed have, and so he wants Ryan to kill Saeed. Ryan's like, chill, dog. I heard the Aryans are going to do it. Um, also, Beecher comes and apologizes to Schillinger for his part in Andrew's death and says that to make it up to him, I'm going to help you find your other son. Schillinger says the only thing that's going to fix things is by you being dead. So he shanks Beecher and then Keller shanks Schillinger. Um, but like you said, at that point in time, Saeed is running over to protect Beecher, but Khan protects Saeed by grabbing him up. And then we go to lockdown. And that's really the end of the episode. Also, like we said a million times, the gym should be closed permanently. Yes.
1: Yep. 100%. There's no reason for that place. Or just put
2: some more guards in
0: there. Oh, they don't believe in that. Even -hmm. if they put more guards in there, they would just film it.
1: Yeah, because it seemed like everything, like so much stuff happens in that room. Why are there not more guards there? 24 fucking hours a day. And Yeah. It makes no sense. The only time there was a camera was when the girls was doing some fuck shit.
0: Well, next week is the finale of season three. We rolling right along. I don't know how this is going to turn into a finale. I just know that the way that it's working out, I can you can already tell there's going to be a riot. A, I, race, a race war.
1: I've already seen it, so um, let me tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Good. but. It's it gets real.
2: That's I'm, I'm,
0: I'm just it just it irritates me because this whole thing, like all the rest of the stuff that happened this season, doesn't matter. They set up this racial war thing in the second to last episode. And I feel like between that and then the way that they did Augustus's uh storyline, and so they're doing the complete opposite from what they did in season two, where the whole second season Augustus is asking people what they would do to escape. Like, what are your thoughts on escape and all that kind of stuff? And then it goes nowhere. Now instead they of doing say that, t- about it. they still
2: ain't said shit. No, I was going to ask Scar. Did they say anything about that in
1: the commentary? Um, I I watched these last two episodes on the YouTube. I have not watched them on the on disc, so I had to go back to the disc and see if there's some commentary. The only thing that I know about. Um, That's like some trivia or whatever For the episode Um, uh, One of the uh, One of the inmates talks about wearing Women's underwear and he said uh, You know he does the I'm pretty So pretty or whatever Um, And that is a reference to West Side Story Which Peter Marie actually played in West Side Story The movie What The the old one
0: Yeah yeah she was uh, She was the lead uh, The lead young lady What
1: Yeah, Yeah that was Peter Marie
2: See that old in oh, this yeah. show? Well, yeah, yeah.
1: She, she was born in 31, dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we ain't oh been calling God. her
0: a bad old bird God. for no reason. This ain't sexism. She's literally, a, she was 60 something when she did this show. Damn. She was 66. When she grabbing all her breast her breast meats about Keller, she was 66. Teddy balls. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing on them.
1: T- <laughs> she grabbed her tits when she saw Big Papa.
0: Oh, man. But I, it just it irritates me. This whole season, everything that they built up to, you would think it would have had something to do with the boxing tournament, which obviously the final match between Khan and, and, and Cyril is going to be what leads to this fucking riot. I'm just calling it now.
2: Whites versus the blacks.
0: Exactly. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen? What? I mean, we're still. there's still cheap. Probably, yeah. Nobody Ryan's gonna get caught, gonna all but. His winnings on this shit. But here's the thing. Also,
1: I can't say shit.
0: <laughs> here's the thing: we are leaving behind so many storylines. They pick up and drop off so many storylines. We still don't have anything about artists. Who? Exactly. Laura's daughter.
1: Um, we do. We get that next episode. I can
0: it's gonna good. pop up out of nowhere. No, it's not. No, what I'm I saying. Think it, I is,
2: think I know, I think I know where it's coming from. I don't I think I know where it's coming from. Because we I mean they no, set it up this episode. No, it's not scarce or anything. They set it up this episode. I think I know where it's coming from. And I haven't seen the finale, so it's not me saying I've seen the finale, but it makes sense that we would get something with that based on Glenn's interaction with the Hispanics this episode. Because they brought back that, because you saw the way he was talking to him. He was fucking cussing at him. You're not going to fucking see the light of day until you say something to me. So he's still clearly pissed off at them. Even oh, yeah. Those particular Hispanics didn't do anything to his daughter, as far as we know.
1: It, he's the, he's gonna finally get his closure, but um I don't know if it was the right thing, and I don't know if, like it's just a, it's something seems odd about it
0: when okay, you we're get not the closure. there yet so i'm
1: not I'm not telling you anything but like but when, you
0: are you're telling me everything
1: I didn't tell you nothing. I just told you that the shit's coming up, and you could tell that it was coming up because of what happened with Alvarez.
2: Yeah, I could, I thought about the exact same thing. I think I I think I was having mic issues when y'all talked about that scene. Is your but mic working now? Or are you using
0: your computer mic?
2: I'm using my. I have a different mic. I divide use find my old.
0: I just I hope it's it's been two seasons since we've had a good season finale. I just hope that this season has a good one. Because season three, honestly
1: has been average
0: yeah exactly that's exactly what i was thinking and i think it was because out of bc going into where he was and there was no payoff from that either it's just weird i hope there's a there's a it's only there's only an hour for them to wrap up all this shit
1: i'm saying nothing
0: But Oz has this way of letting you know that they're not interested in wrapping up every storyline by the season finale, which pisses me off. And if if I wasn't watching the shows with full access to all the episodes, I'd be mad.
1: But do you remember how the whole show ended? No, like I don't don't remember anything past season three. It just fucking ends. Like, it just stops like it's just, it's, just, it's just not i i, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but like when the show ends, the show just fucking stops
0: can't wait to make fun of it so uh brandon you got anything coming up nope scar
1: working on these candles dog
0: candles dog
1: working on these candles dog handcrafted.com. um check your boy out i'm probably gonna do some i'm probably gonna do some discounts um and i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell y'all i'm gonna tell y'all so like y'all know the discount that i do on social media is going to be less than the discount that i do if you watch the videos or listen to the upcoming podcast you get a little bit more out of it if you actually pay attention
0: to me so are you saying you're gonna be our sponsor next week
4: Fuck yeah, man! Let's do it.
0: All right, cool. I'll do it for free. Fuck it, I'll do the fight for free. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's dope. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I have nothing except for clients. Shit's busy. Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah, man.
0: Shit is busy.
1: And um and also um my my solo podcast, not solo podcast, but my separate podcast from this, uh, Scarcasm Live, uh, when it comes out, uh, Rashani was a guest on Scarcasm Live.
0: Yeah. And then I found out that other people are supposed to be guessing with me, but they decide not to be (laughs) on because I talk too much. Isn't that just rude? I think that's rude. (laughs) Hold on. I'm talking. I think that's rude. (laughs) Nobody wants to play verbal double Dutch with me anymore, but yeah, thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Again, you can leave a review on Apple or Stitcher or the best place to go to right now is pod chaser because you can leave a review for separate episodes or you can leave a review for the show as a whole. Um, Email us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on Twitter at return to Oswald. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool Blick nerd BLK. Scar's on Twitter as Scarfinger. And I'm on Twitter at Rashani. Thank you all again so much for checking us out. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all have a wonderful day. Peace.
6: Peace out.
5: Simulcast.